Welcome to the Bill Spadia Show on demand. Don't forget to subscribe and follow this show so you'll never miss a minute. Bill Spadia is compensated for commercial and nonprofit appearances. 609 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia with you at 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls. 1 800 283 101.5. Want to make Pars Casino and Sportsbook. We're sponsoring New Jersey Chime Time every morning, every hour on the show. So Dan Snow is on the way. Yeah, how about that? It. Remember yeah. that stuff? Well, the squall that we had yesterday was a good 15, 20 minutes. Of Where snow. were you when that came through? I was home in okay. Princeton. So not was, on the road. That's a good place no, to be. No, it, yeah. was, it was so lucky. Like the, the timing was perfect. Yeah. And it was beautiful. Carved right through the middle of the state. Um, yeah. Where I was, Union County, it, it, it got really windy, but there mm-hmm. was very little snow by that point. The yeah. air is just so dry, it's hard for snow to really make it all the way right. to the ground. But it was, it was pretty impactful, as, yeah. uh, as expected there. So this is uh, snow that will stick tonight. Yes, I think so. It's going to take a little while for the atmosphere to moisten up enough for the yeah. snow to make it to the ground and to stick. But I do think by this time tomorrow morning, you know, we could have a few inches of snow on the ground yeah. for much of the state. Uh, conversational or something to be concerned about? Um, probably somewhere in the middle, yeah. if that makes sense. I mean, we do have a winter weather advisory posted for almost right. the entire state. The morning commute is going to be impacted tomorrow, so it's not totally conversational. You know, it's not a non-event, but it's right. not a big storm. You don't have to go and buy bread and milk. You might have to dig out the shovel and the snow brush for the first time in a while yeah. and make sure you're stocked up on salt. Um, and, and that's it. It's going to be real light, fluffy snow. Yeah. You know, we're not making uh, making snowballs with it necessarily. So most likely no plowing or shoveling in the driveway, just drive over it. Um, and is, or is it going to be freezing cold all week? It's going to be freezing cold So I don't want to necessarily make the ice. Don't expect right. it to melt anytime soon. It's going it. to, boy, New Jersey really is going to turn into a winter wonderland. I haven't even thought of that. Yeah, right. There's not going to be much melt this week. Yeah. Um, what about later in the week? Into Friday's the, the next one. Um, Friday's oh, wow. storm has gone back and forth between being kind of a big deal and kind of not. Okay. Um, at this point, it's safe to say there's something there. Uh, at this point, I am just punting it down the road, and we're going to get past tonight's storm, and then we'll deal with Friday. We'll have a clearer picture of that once we... And Friday that. could be Friday into Saturday or Thursday, excuse me, Thursday into Friday. Uh, that's a good question. I think as it stands now, it would be very late Thursday night into Friday, mostly okay. on Friday. Ah, perfect. Yeah. A good mess to drive in. Uh, delightful. And and again, it's it's kind of a case of whether we get you know another couple inches of snow Previous model runs have gone for, you know, major snow, six, eight, ten inches. That's not where we stand now, but I could see it going back in that direction. Okay. Um, you know, cold air is here. This is the yeah. first major it's ingredient. Winter. It is winter. This is the dead yeah. of winter, coldest time of the year. Uh, it's time to get some snow around here. It's yeah. been a while. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Dan. Yep. Eric, speaking of snow, as a Buffalo fan, <laughs> I was shocked they canceled the game or postponed it. Postponed it. it. Yeah, I, I was a little surprised by that. Um, I think, you know, having been in that area um, and in those types of snows, um, there is a real concern that you cannot get in and out of the stadium. Yeah. Um, that stadium in Orchard Park is in the literally smack dab in the middle of a neighborhood. So it's not in an urban center. Um, and a lot of it is, you know, can they get the, the staff in? And there was also some concern that, you couldn't get the visiting team in. 
Right. Um, you know, because the, uh, the problems of the airports. But I have been there. They put a call out last night. People have been there at the stadium uh, since about 11 o'clock last night shoveling it out. <laughs> about that. And hundreds of people just show they've up. They've got 30 plus inches of snow, right? Yeah, there's a couple sections around there. I think Orchard Park got a little bit less than that. But um, I heard from a friend of mine that lives in Alden, which is on the outskirts. And he said it's 32 inches and counting. Wow. Still snowing this yeah. morning. Yeah, that's amazing. It's an impressive uh, look. It's it, it's an impressive storm, <clears throat> but you know, it's everybody is looking at it going, "Oh wow, I can't believe they're dealing with that." Well, that happens multiple times each winter. I was going to say that this is not this is the norm in Buffalo. Yes, yeah, it absolutely is. I, I mean, it's and there was I, no thought of putting a dome on that stadium. So the new stadium that they're building is going to be open to the field, but the spectators will be covered. That's interesting. Yeah. Of course, snow blows. Yeah, it's... Um, right? Like, is that is it retractable or no? No. So, it's the, the stadium is actually built with some of the technologies they have in place in a lot of the soccer stadiums in Europe, where the stadium itself becomes a windbreak. It's engineered... Oh, that's um, cool. ...in its design to yeah. knock the wind down when the wind hits the stadium. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Whereas, you know, if you watch the Kansas City game... Um, and, you know, the stadium in Buffalo, they're twins. They opened up the same year. They were made yeah. by the same manufacturer. They're literally bowls, open-air stadium, sitting on the ground. So right. when the wind comes whipping Just through that stadium, through, it is, yeah, I mean, it's, and it, and it'll be different ways. So you, one end zone, it'll be blowing, you know, right to left. The other end zone, it'll be blowing left to right. And if you're standing in the middle of the field, it's in your face. So it, it's, amazing. yeah, it's, it's. How a, do you call plays, right? right? It's a, it's, <laughs> it's a great stadium to watch a football game in but boy i'll tell you there's been some i've i've been there in the 70s and 80s and some of these storms where it is cold gotta favor the bills i would hope this so kind of weather well right? but pittsburgh you know that's that's another lake erie town or i'm sorry yeah. another yeah. snow town yeah um so i mean they, you you could be looking you know it, it's not as much of an equalizer as what we saw when poor miami had to go to kansas City. right you could that. tell they just and it, it's anybody who's they were played, cold. They were cold, and it just and everything hurts more. Everything just hurts more in the cold. Everything just hurts more. That's it. All right. So, question for you: uh, Are you off today, or are you headed to work? Are you on the roads right now, headed in on this Martin Luther King holiday? Um, hey, we're here today. Are you uh, headed somewhere? And if so, where on this holiday? And are, and are you? Uh, at all concerned about tonight's snow, which will definitely impact tomorrow's commute. 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. 616 is the time. Traffic and weather next. Six twenty-two on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadio with you at 10 o'clock this morning. Talk of Jersey, taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. So I'm looking forward to the snow tonight. Um, I'll be out and about. We've got three events tonight, but um, I uh, I am looking forward to uh, hitting every one of them and uh, and then hopefully being home before the snow starts. Uh, we have a um, an event honoring Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. at um, at six o'clock tonight um, with our friends at the Mercer County Republicans. Will be at Leonardo's Two Restaurant. Actually, in Leonardo's. Uh, on Business Route 1 in Lawrence Township, owned by my friend Robert Pluta, who's uh, also a Board of Education member. Uh, certainly a good guy and one of the first uh, to expose the 
absurd curriculum going on with uh, the sexualizing of kids, etc. Um, he was he was actually the first guy to show me some of the books that were available to young kids in the library, and I, I just I couldn't believe my eyes. It was like you you didn't believe that that could possibly be true, but it is. Um, anyway, so we'll be honoring the legacy of uh, Dr. Martin Luther King, and I. I think that, you know, certainly for me, one of the things that uh, I will touch on tonight in my remarks is that we are we are doing a good job at wrecking the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King when it comes to race relations uh, due to all of this diversity, equity and inclusion nonsense due to uh, the the basing so much in our society on race, whether it's law enforcement, job opportunities um, and, and it's a shame because we have gone from judging based on the content of people's character to judgment based on the color of their skin. And it's something that uh, has to come to a screeching halt. Otherwise, it's going to get to a point where uh, our race relations devolve even further, which uh, which we've seen happen over the past a decade or so, and it's unfortunate, and there's no reason for it. We need to get a grip and start identifying each other as Americans and stop leading with race, stop leading with gender, and start identifying as community members, New Jerseyans, Americans. Uh, And it's critical because what's happened, if you look around, especially in our state, as we have really rather quickly become a border state with a true crisis on our hands. I was, I was looking yesterday. They, they built four apartment complexes in a town in Maine that the taxpayers paid for, and they will now be housing illegal immigrants. They're going to get three meals a day and an apartment. How many veterans have suffered with mental health and other ailments coming back from war that have been afforded the same opportunity as these illegals are? You know, when, when we start identifying again as Americans, we're going to wake up and realize we are making a colossal error when it comes to keeping our borders wide open. And instead, we've been distracted by the left and the naysayers that have been hating on America for decades, saying that we're a racist country, racist institutions, all of this stuff. The only way for that to stop is for you to say, we're going to stop it. And in the and, and to honor the legacy of the great Dr. Martin Luther King, we should be talking about this today, about breaking down those barriers and stop this nonsense about judgment on skin color and uh, look toward the future together as Americans. All right, other side of the news. Are you headed to work this morning? Where are you headed? Is, there, is your small business open Today on this Small Business Monday, 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. 626 is the time. Eric Scott with your news next. <music> 638 on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia with you at 10 o'clock this morning. Talk of Jersey, taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. Jump right back into it. So, yeah, I, I pointed out what happened um, in Maine, they, they converted five buildings to house illegals and uh, state taxpayers are paying the rent for two years while state taxpayers pay for their um, asylum seeking. It's outrageous, guys. 
It's outrageous. And, you know, one of the big problems is groups like Catholic Charities, which is directly involved in, in moving illegals throughout the country, meeting with the border, helping the Biden administration dump people in all states across this country. And, and you're paying for it. Meanwhile, how many veterans are homeless? Let's go to Kevin in PA. Morning, Kevin. What's going on? Hey, good morning, Bill. I got so much to say about this. And, and one thing about the Catholic Charities, they're doing it because their membership is so low and they know these people are Catholic and it's a way to raise you know, it's, uh, their flock. Uh, maybe I, I. I mean, I don't know. I, I think that, that you know. I, I just just know if you're giving money to a group like Catholic Charities, you are funding uh, Biden's open border. I mean, it's that simple. You know, if if I had free rent and all these free amenities, I would easily bank 150 in those two years for a down payment on a house and have 50 grand left over. And here I am struggling to pay my bills. We got vets right. on the street. And I, I, I just don't get it. And even even if you vote in blue, I can understand people voting blue. I understand you now that that's their choice. But the ones that the ultra rich are the ones that should be the ones saying, oh, vote blue no matter. Well, who. if you're a working class American and you're still voting Democrat in this upcoming election, I think you got to get your head checked. I mean. Between the transing of the kids and the fact that, I mean, I, how many middle class workers out there working for 40, 50, 60, 70, even $80,000 a year, they can't afford the rent, they can't afford to buy a house in New Jersey, and you're telling me these illegals from, from dozens of countries around, from, from South America, Central America, Africa, Middle East, men, and oftentimes military-aged men coming without families, um, and and you're you're allowed, you've got Catholic charities facilitating them their travel through the country, and now you've got local governments propping them up, paying for their legal fees. It's disgusting, is what it is. It's anti-American. It's criminal. We need to close the border. And as a matter of fact, not only do we need to close the southern border, what we ought to do is force the Mexican government to set up a buffer zone, let's say it's a 1,000 yards into Mexico, every one of those folks on this side of the border should be moved to that side of the border. Let them seek their asylum while sitting in a tent on the other side of the border and shut it down. Look at the border between Egypt and Gaza. Do you think the Egyptians are screwing around? They don't want their fellow Muslims coming over from Gaza. They've got a wall up that you know you'd have to, it would take an army of tanks to penetrate. We do nothing to secure our border, and I, I'm sick of it. And when I read that that Maine is now going to subsidize the housing, how soon before that's happening here? Look at all the developments. Don't think this isn't by accident. You think those developments in Somerville, Hillsborough, Lawrence, I'm watching them go up so fast, they are going to be filled with illegals, and you're going to be paying their rent. Watch. It'll be happening before the next election. Kevin, thanks for calling. Let's go to Walt in Secaucus. What's going on, Walt? You working today? Some, yeah, I'm working, Bill. Yeah, I'm driving up to I'm driving up to Massachusetts, driving a truck. So let me ask you, Walt. You uh, you live in Jersey. You're driving up to uh, to Mass today. Is that your pickup, or are you delivering goods? I'm dropping off a trailer up there, picking up another trailer, and bringing it back to Jersey. What time will you get back? You're going to beat the snow. Uh, I should be back around. Five, maybe a little before that. It's oh. at five thirty. Usually takes about eleven hours, something like that, round trip. So now, you getting any extra pay for working the holiday, 
or just a normal day for you? Uh, today's a normal day. Um, we just get the, I don't want to say the more major holidays, but, you know, Christmas and stuff like that. Yeah. There's a lot of holidays. We don't get extra four because trucks got to run all the time pretty much. So. Yep. Yep. Thank God for you guys. Um, let me ask you, uh, you, uh, you've been doing this a long time? I've been driving a truck for three and a half years. I used to drive a bus for Academy, and then when COVID came along, everybody got laid off, and then I was laid off for about five months and finally said, the heck with this. I'm not waiting to go back, and yeah. I started looking at Good for you. I, yeah. What do you like better? Um, it, it's just different. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the bus just because it's more comfortable to drive a bus. The <laughs> suspension yeah, is a I'll lot bet. nicer. I'll bet. But, I'll uh, bet. yeah. But, but I, there's a lot of downtime when I was driving a bus, sitting around, waiting up in in uh, Hoboken and stuff like that. So, yeah. uh, and you weren't getting paid for the downtime. So at least in the truck, I'm paid the whole time I'm driving. I love it. I love it. All right, man. Well, look, yeah. drive safe. How, how's the traffic today? So far, it's not bad. It's pretty light. I'm, I'm on uh, Route 80 right now, heading to 17. So how do you how do you go? Do you take uh, 84? What do you what do you take? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I take 17 up to 287, and 684. 684. To I don't yep. I don't go over to George Washington. I hate the George Washington. I was going to ask you. That's smart. I used to do that. I would take 684 to 84, 84 to the Mass Pike. You get there, I think, around exit 10. Yep. Are you going into Boston or no? Outside. No, I'm, go I'm going to Chicopee the other way. So I'm Got it. A little more. Got yeah. it. All right, Walt, nice talking to you. Enjoy the day. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy a little bit lighter traffic today. Yep, thanks much. All right, you take care. Day. Have a good one. All right, are you working today? Um, and uh, where are you? Where are you driving now? How's the traffic? Looks uh, looks pretty good from our perspective. 1-800-283-101.5. And do you have a small business that is open today that you want to plug? 644, fast traffic, instant weather. Pro. Six fifty-two on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Good morning, I am Bill Spadia with you at ten o'clock this morning. Talk to Jersey, taking your calls one eight hundred two eight three one hundred one point five. So it's Martin Luther King Day. Uh, I'll be at uh, Leonardo's restaurant tonight, six o'clock, speaking um, at the uh, annual event with our friends in the Mercer County Republican Organization. My friend Robert Pluta. And uh, who owns Leonardo's, uh, opened his doors for uh, the organization, which I thought was great. Uh, Lisa Richford does a great job leading this group. And uh, we'll have a nice crowd tonight. And we'll get the event in uh, before the snow, which is also great. So are you open today on this Martin Luther King holiday with your Jersey small business? We'll go to Billy in Flemington. What's going on, Billy? Hey, how's it going? Good morning. Good morning. So what's your business? Uh, my business is Jersey Power Sports in Flemington. Uh, so tell me, what do you guys do? Uh, we sell uh, ATVs, lawnmowers, uh, tractors, snowblowers, side-by-sides, you name it. We pretty much got it if it's got a small engine. And uh, you spoke I, Oh, Billy, I remember. I was there just a few yeah. months ago, right? Yep, yep, exactly. You've got a great yeah. business there. I'm glad you guys are open today. Is it going to be harder to open with the snow tomorrow? You're like, no, we'll be there. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to do our best to be open tomorrow, so we're gonna, kind of going to play it by ear. But uh, I'm on the road right now to Morristown, Tennessee, for a five-day training course. 
but uh, I got the guys there, and they'll be opened up. Tell me, what kind of training course? Uh, I'm going there for electrical and diagnostic training for the Greenworks mowers that we sell. They're the new electric mowers that are out now. Wow, that's that's cool. Five days now. Is this uh, actual training, or is this a uh, a bit of a getaway? Uh, it's actual training. Yeah, yeah. it's all classroom and hands on. So. Oh, really? So you get you get a certain certificate, and they they give you the stamp of approval that you know what you're doing. Yep, exactly. That's great. That's great. Yep. All right, man. Well, look, how's the traffic? Where are you? How far close are you to uh, Tennessee? So I'm in Virginia. I've been on the road since about 2 o'clock this morning. Smart and, time to uh, leave. Smart time yeah. to leave. How many times yeah, have you stopped I, so far? Uh, just once. I uh, just hit snow in Virginia. So it's going all right right now. All right. Not bad. All right, Billy. Drive safe. And uh, I hope you guys do a ton of business today. Thanks for calling. Checking in. I appreciate we'll it. See you soon. Everyone. You take care. That is uh, Billy who owns uh, Jersey Power Sports in Flemington. A, uh, a great location for any machine that you are thinking of buying. Uh, you want to go check it out. Uh, and it's a it's a cool spot. I'll, uh, I'll throw a link up so, uh, so you know where they are. All right, let's go to Robert in Lawrenceville. What's going on, Robert? How are you? Hey, Bill. Robert Pluta. What's going on, man? How you doing? Great to hear from you. And I want to say, yes, we are a small business. And, yes, we will be open tonight uh, for your event. Um, I invite anybody who's in the Mercer County area to come. It's going to be a, a great event. It's going to be called Cocktails with the Governor and, um, and uh, our future governor. <laughs> and I have a little proclamation I wrote, if I could read it for you. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I love a good it's proclamation in the morning. It says, uh, whereas Bill Spadia has restored common sense to New Jersey politics, and whereas Bill Spadia has reinvigorated the Republican Party in New Jersey, and whereas Bill Spadia will reclaim the New Jersey governorship, something we haven't attained in the past 12 years. And whereas even though we lament the fact that Bill Spadia won't move across the street and become a Lawrence resident so we can claim him, claim him as our own, we still celebrate him as a Mercer County resident. <laughs> and whereas Bill Spadia is working tirelessly to build up the party so we can take retake the New Jersey legislature by the power vested in me as Lawrence Township Republican Municipal Chair, I hereby declare Lawrence Township to be Bill Spadia land. I love it. You know what? I was in need of a land. I appreciate that, Robert. Hey, man, I'll see you tonight at Leonardo's. Thanks for calling. Anyway, everybody's invited. Please <laughs> right. come out and see us. Come out and see Bill. It's going to be a great time. Six o'clock tonight at Leonardo's 2 on Business Route 1. Thanks, man. Have a great rest of your day. 657. If your business is open today, I want to hear from you. 1-800-283-101.5. Or Scott with your news next. 710 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia with you at 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey. Taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. So, Eric, you know, I never do these um, national days. There's a national day for everything. Every day is like got 16 things. Right. But today's uh, bagel day. Oh. And I was thinking, I haven't had a really good bagel in a while. We have a go-to place. I don't know if you've been there. The uh, Bagel Barn. In Montgomery, I've driven by it. Yeah. I'm not a bagel guy. I, I just no, I, I, no, I, you're not a bread yeah. guy, right? No, I just I I, I want to like bagels. I just there's I, it, you know, it. I think people take them for granted. Like this bagel barn, they're making their own. Whatever they're doing, it they are delicious and different from a lot of other places. Interesting. 
But, you know, I um, it's just so few and far between that I'll have that much, especially in the morning. I don't eat a lot in the morning. No. You do, you do like like maybe a banana, maybe an apple. Yeah, I have a yogurt sometimes. A hard-boiled egg and a yeah. piece of fruit and, you know, maybe some nuts. And that's, you know, I'm a grazer during the day. I just, you know, I have that one big meal, which is, you know, dinner for us. Yeah. But then I just kind of graze throughout the rest Did of the you, day. Did uh, you, anything low and slow? This, uh... No, I didn't. Um, I I had planned on doing beef on weck yesterday for the football game, and now the game got moved to today. So I'm going to have to. I'll do that tonight for uh, my son. My uh, brother won't be able to come down because he's going to be dealing with snow. Right. Um, but you know, Alex will come for the game, and we'll. we'll Games at four thirty today. Four thirty. Right? Yeah. Weird. It's an odd time for right? a Monday. I'm surprised because there's nothing else today. Well, there's a Monday night game tonight. That's what, the, what the, game is tonight? That's Eagles at San Francisco. Oh, that's right. They moved it to yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's, so that's that was supposed to be the last, or well, that is the last Monday night game yeah. of the year. Yeah, but I'm surprised. I, I wonder why. Well, I guess. I mean, what happens if it runs over? Right. Because I mean, it, it, it should be a good game. It should be a good game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at four thirty, I'm not betting on it. By the way, I'm not okay. betting on any of the games. I'm, <laughs> I'm taking smart. a pause on the betting. <laughs> I had a pretty rough week last week. I'm down two bottles of bourbon, uh, so I'm going to wait. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, it should be over by. It's seven thirty. Seven thirty o'clock. You know? yeah. I mean, it's especially if it winds up. Now, will up. you stay up no matter what? Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I'm not a leave the stadium early guy, and I'm not a yeah. shut the TV off guy. I mean, even if it doesn't go our way, you know, yeah. Alex and I will commiserate on that a little bit. But but you know, if it goes late, I mean, it cuts into your downtime before you got to go because you'll be all you're going to be all pumped up. If that is, just, yeah. That's I right? I hate the night games. I I really right. you know it, it's. Um, Would you have watched it if it was at eight thirty? Of course. Yeah, even uh, getting up at two thirty. Yeah, I've done that two. before for some Monday night games. Well, you where, just stay. Yeah, it's just or, or I'll you know I'll I'll crash, crash on the couch hours. for an yeah. hour, you know, <laughs> and then get up and have a cup of coffee and then yeah. either come in happy or all cranky, right? Um, right. You know, depending, depending, right? Yeah, but it, it's um, I, I'm looking forward to the snow. I, I I have to tell you, I I'm I'm looking forward to waking up and seeing snow on the ground tomorrow. Yeah, I I am too. I um. I love snow. I love. I mean, you grew up with crazy snow. Yeah, you know. But I, I just, I like uh, just a little bit. I mean, four inches is almost perfect. Yeah, because it's it, it's enough that you know I can get the snowblower out and I can you know do yeah, that. It's going to be light, he said. So the it's, snowblower is perfect. Um, for this. Or I mean, if it's really that light, I'll just get the leaf blower out and blow everything off. Yeah, I'll probably just sweep the deck. I need to just keep the the path. Jody needs her path to the to the grill. Right. Yeah, and and as is a path of the grill, we're fine. Yep, and I'll I'll do the same thing. I have to, you know, I'll shovel out the the area where the outdoor kitchen is, and I got to make sure that the doors are clean, you know, to, to the to the tiki bar, so the dogs can get in and out and do their business. Um, but if there's actually accumulating snow, that'll be Holly's first accumulating snow. So it's interesting to get the puppy out. <laughs> By the way, Holly's gotten that. big. How old is she? She's uh, she was a year old December eighth, and she's a pure golden lab. Uh, yellow lab. Yep, yellow mm-hmm. lab. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. thinking Golden Retriever, but Yellow Lab. Yeah. Um, she's pretty well behaved. She's much better than she used to be, oh right? I mean, God. she was, yeah, she's, we've been I mean, working with her. she smelled around and, yep. and uh, that was it. Yeah. Went to sleep. Yep. She's pretty, um, she's pretty chill now. Um, and, you know, here she gets along with her 11-year-old brother a lot better now that she's not constantly <laughs> biting everything. <laughs> um, you know, so it's, it, it's, I, it, it's cool. I, I'm looking forward to having, to having some snow and getting her out in it because she loves to be out in the rain. She loves to be wet. She loves to swim. She's going to love to be snow. dirty. 
you know, I mean, it's, it, it, <laughs> she's gonna love it. Yeah, it's it's it'll be fun. I'll, I have uh, I had some video that I took when she first walked outside and saw snow for the first time, and she was trying to bite it out of the air and then barking at it. Of course, um, you know, of course, right? You know, and, <laughs> I think I saw that video. Yeah. You called it the victory dance that yes. she was doing for my my uh, latest bet loss. I think that's what it was. All right, are you excited? The snow is coming tonight into tomorrow. And uh, as a side note, it is Small Business Monday. Uh, where's your go-to coffee bagel stop in the morning? I, I, If I'm going to do a bagel, I'm going to get it from Bagel Barn. Uh, my friend Orlando, who owns it, runs an absolutely outstanding business. And uh, they're great. They're open... Uh, Yep, they're open early, and they they uh, they the bagels are. Trust me when I tell you, uh, you know they are the best. Where is your go to bagel shop for this Martin Luther King Day? Where are you headed to get the bagel and the coffee this morning? One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five is the number. Seven sixteen is the time. Traffic on the next. Seven twenty-three on New Jersey, one hundred one point five. Good morning. I am Bill Spadio with you at ten o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls. One eight hundred two eight three one hundred one point five. So open today. Also, uh, Mike and Clinton sent us a note on the app chat saying that uh, thirty-one South Grill in Clinton is open today. Mike, we appreciate the picture of the uh, pork roll, egg, and cheese uh, with ketchup. Very nice, nice touch. Um, I. Uh, if I'm doing a breakfast sandwich, I, I think ketchup is absolutely mandatory. Like it just it speaks breakfast. Ketchup is one of those. Um, to me, that is a breakfast condiment, and uh, I will still every once in a while throw some on scrambled eggs. Although my wife thinks that's uh, sacrilege, we should never put ketchup anywhere near uh, the plate on anything. Of course, she won't put it on a hamburger either. So. Uh, to me, ketchup is um, one of those staple. But I'm, as I say this, I'm reminded just by the face of producer Kristen, uh, she can't even talk about ketchup. And just even mentioning this, I, I've, I've wrecked her morning. So, Kristen, sorry about that. I'm I, I, watching your face. Um, but I, I think, you know, for for the the ultimate breakfast sandwich, I love a good breakfast sandwich. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to mention it again. So I, I the, the Mike sent us a picture from 31 South. They're open today. Uh, you know that Leonardo's is open today. And the event tonight, open to the public. If you want to stop by and see me tonight at Leonardo's 2 on Business Route 1 in Lawrenceville, we'll be honoring the, the uh, memory of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And, you know, really what it means to value people based on their character and not their skin color. Um, and, and sadly, we have devolved and gone the wrong way, if you ask me. Um, you know, and, and part of this is, be, uh, is because of this all-out assault on law enforcement over the past, really going back to uh, the Michael Brown incident in, what was that, 2015, when police officer Darren Wilson did his job and prevented this criminal from taking his gun and killing him, uh, which happened very close to where the guy, Michael Brown, had just robbed the store, and then he went after the cop, and you remember the whole story. And, you know, there was a reason why he did not 
the police officer, there were no charges brought. He did his job. Sadly, he had to go into hiding after that and lost his uh, his job and opportunity to work as a police officer. And the modern race wars began. And it really is a shame. And, and so many artists have played into this false narrative that America is a racist country. And it's it's disgusting. We are not. And it's time that we... Uh, dial back all of this nonsense. And if we are truly going to honor the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King, then it is about honoring his faith, his commitment to being an American. And that's where we ought to be identifying. And that's something that has been lost over the past, uh, now going back about eight years. And it's, uh, it's a shame. But today is Dr. Martin Luther King Day, and I want to know if you've got, if you have a comment on that, that's great. I will take that. But I also want to know if you've got a business that is open today uh, for uh, for the public. I've listed a few. Uh, if you are looking for a bagel this morning and you're in the Montgomery area, you want to stop by the Bagel Barn right on 206. Fantastic place. Um, say hi to Orlando if you are stopping in there. All right, 1-800-283-101.5 is my number. 727 is the time. Eric Scott with the news now. 738 on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia with you at 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. So today, uh, Eric, the uh, Iowa caucuses. Right, and it is uh, bad. Right? It's like 15 below in yeah. a lot of those places. I wonder um, if it's going to have an impact. Um, I, I mean, Iowans love to caucus, um, but it's going to be interesting to see whether or not it's going to impact turnout. I, I wish we did something like that here in New Jersey. I just don't think we could handle it. I think it would be a mess. The the accusations of fraud. The, yeah. Because if you... if I, I, um, I worked in... Uh, D.C. And, and presidential politics back in the 90s. And in 19, how was it, 96, I, was, I spent time in Iowa. And the caucus system is wild. It's amazing. It is a different experience. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I, I don't know if it would work here. I, I, right? I, I think there'd be fights. <clears throat> yeah. Like the people in Iowa are, they, they, they are polite and people open up their homes. So you could have a caucus in a living room. In a living room, yeah. At, right, yep. and all the neighbors show up. And it's, I mean, and, and the, there are hundreds and hundreds of these events happening all across in all 99 counties. Yeah, and they take it very seriously. Yeah, um, and yeah they do. But but you are right. I mean, there is, you don't hear of fist fights, you know, in, in no. living room caucuses. No, they uh, literally, they're like, yeah. okay, if you're with Trump, you go stand over uh, in the kitchen. Yep. Uh, you're with uh, Haley, I want you to stand in the den. And they and they count the votes and yep. they report them. And they've, I don't ever remember, I mean, having done this for years, I, I don't remember uh, accusations of fraud or, no, they just... They don't seem to have the same problems we have everywhere else. Yeah, I would agree. Um, but it, it it is so ingrained in that society, right? And and in what they do um, that I think Holly just left the studio. Oh, yep. <laughs> uh, yep. Producer Kristen has her. Excellent. Right. <laughs> um, but it's it, you know I I don't know that you would have that level of civility in New Jersey. I just I just don't <laughs> think you that imagine? you would. I, I could you, I mean as no I think there'd be fistfights. Yeah, I think it would be raucous and violent. 
Am I being too hard on uh, Jersey? I don't know. I mean, we we have battles over phone calls. People right. screaming, yell. We can't. They did. Uh, I don't know if you remember the study. They did uh, the the beeping your horn based on the guy in front of you not going on green and how long it takes between Jersey and the Midwest. <laughs> and in, I believe in New Jersey, they found that people started beeping before the light turned green. Yeah. Right. And I, I, in, yeah. I think it was Minnesota. Somebody got a 10 count. Wow. And then somebody opened the w- window. Uh, are you okay? Are you okay? They got it. Are you all right? That's <laughs> right? funny. <laughs> no. So yeah, I I just I don't see the caucus working here. I think people will trudge through the snow and the ice and the cold to get to their caucus tonight. Yeah, I think they will. I you know it, I just think it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see if there apt- if is there that impact because we know in New Jersey that if the weather is bad. If it rains on election day, Nobody it votes. suppresses turnout. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've had turnouts. I mean, you, well, you know, the, the 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 off year, off election, spring school board elections. When oh. you know, when you get two, three, four percent, if you're yep. lucky. Yep. People paying attention. Yeah, and uh, so I, I don't know. I I think it's. Um, It'll we'll have we'll have a lot to talk about. I think tomorrow morning. I think so too. Do you think that Chris Christie regrets his timing of his dropout? He was not going to place in Iowa. No, but New Hampshire is coming up on Tuesday, right? A week from tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I, you, know, I think it. The timing was what the timing was, and I, and I think he was done because he had realized at that point there just wasn't a path. And you know why go further into into debt? I mean, I don't know what the what the what staff was even left, um, but you know why bother? Because he wasn't doing any events. He basically decided, you know, I'm not I'm not doing any events anymore. Yeah. Um, and I don't even know if he's going to be there. I don't know if he'll even be there for the primary. Probably not, right? I mean, he has not made any endorsement and says he won't. Until after the primary, what did he say? Um, he has no intention of of making any endorsements prior to the primary. Yeah, I wonder what happens if Trump comes away with the majority of the delegates, which at this point is looking like that's an that's unstoppable. Yeah, um, where like will Chris Christie take an invitation to speak at the Republican convention if it's Trump's convention? I wonder. I don't think he will. It, well, if it's Trump's convention, see right away. I want to bet on it. <laughs> Damn it! This is the problem. But if it's if it if it winds up being Trump's convention, would he even be invited? He might not even be invited. Yeah, right. I mean, point. because it, that that's that was the the whole thrust of his campaign was anybody but Trump. Yeah, yeah. You're you're probably right. I wonder. Um, so, question for you: What will you be glued to your TV watching tonight? Will it be the weather? Will it be the football playoffs? Or Are you going to be uh, like me? By the time I get back tonight around 9 o'clock, I will probably closer to 10 o'clock, I will be glued to uh, watching the returns from the Iowa caucuses. Am I alone in that? Am I the only New Jerseyan that cares that there is an Iowa caucus today? 1-800-283-101.5 is my number. 744 is the time. Traffic and weather next. Seven fifty-two on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Good morning, I am Bill Spadia. 
Hey, so I'll be with you at 10 o'clock this morning talking about what are you doing tonight? Are you going to be glued to the NFL playoff game starting at 430? Are you going to be, um, uh, where are you going to be? Are you going to be glued to, I've got three events and I will be in Mercer County uh, at uh, Leonardo's speaking at six o'clock at a great event with our Mercer County Republican organization and uh, my good friend Robert Pluta, who owns Leonardo's 2 Restaurant. That is open to the public, so um, come on in and uh, join us. be a great event tonight. But then by the time I get home, probably around 10, I'll be focused on the Iowa caucus. Am I the only one in Jersey thinking that way? Let's go to Eric in Hamilton. What's going on, Eric? Good morning. Yeah, yeah, how you doing? I agree with you 100%, and I will see you tonight. Because I saw you once before at the Slackwood Firehouse when he didn't have enough room at the restaurant, so they moved it over yeah, there. You remember that? <laughs> I remember that, it. Yeah, that was uh, that was a great event, uh, and it was yeah, packed. Well, I I grew up in the area, and I remember when that was a gas station in the seventies and eighties. No kidding. And it was convert. It was converted into a restaurant. I mean. I, I've moved around. I mean, Lawrence Township, I got married. I lived in Chambersburg. Then I came back to put my daughter in the school system because it's excellent. And now I'm actually driving from Hamilton Township with a friend where I'm living temporarily to Lawrence Township to get gas right uh, across the street from Leonardo's. Nice. Well, then we will see you tonight, Eric. Appreciate that. And I, and I also am a very good friend of Steve. I call him in the evening, too. Uh, Steve Trevelis is fantastic. He is a great, great radio host. He's a funny guy. And you know what? He's good people. He's just a decent guy. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> really and we is. both worked. We both worked for Nassau Broadcasting in on Witherspoon Street in Princeton, but at different times. He was there at 82. I was there at 83, 84, yeah. 78, 79. So it'll be good to see you again tonight. I'll look forward to it. All right, Eric. I'll see you tonight. Have yeah, a great have rest a of your one, day. Yeah, you too. Yeah. Take care. Um, all right, so that's the question on the table. What uh, What are you doing tonight? Are you um, uh, Will you be glued to the Iowa caucuses, or am I literally the only person in Jersey that knows there's uh, something going on in Iowa today? Does Does anybody care in the Garden State? And, and you know, and I say this, um, and it's not. I'm not lecturing, and I'm not going to be the "I told you so" guy. But remember what I've said that. I'm on a mission to have one less idiot. I call it the one less idiot campaign. And the idea behind the one less idiot campaign is that you participate in the process so that you're involved in the primary. Now, in New Jersey, that matters in June. And I got the idea from countless times people get to their general election ballot in November and they're like, how do we get stuck with these two idiots? And I got sick of hearing it. So now I'm imploring you in New Jersey to get involved in the process. Now, that doesn't mean you have any say in what happens in Iowa or New Hampshire. But I think paying attention to it does matter. All right. Um, I want to get your calls on what you're doing tonight. Is it football? Are you going to be out and about at an event or out to dinner? Uh, hunkering down at home watching the Weather Channel. Uh, or listening to uh, and watching Dan's weather blog to see what's coming tomorrow morning. 
Uh, is it football, politics, or weather tonight? 1-800-283-101.5. Also, I want to uh, check in with my friend, uh, Councilman Sean Maybe in Kenilon. On the other side of the news, the, uh, the VFW locally got flooded with those storms. And we're going to help them raise some money so that they can restore this uh, um, VFW hall. So that all that coming up, 1-800-283-101.5 is my number. 756 is the time. Eric Scott with your news next. It's 809 on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia. I want to thank Parks Casino and Sportsbook for sponsoring New Jersey Chime Time every morning, every hour on the show. Uh, it is Small Business Monday. And, hey, I just want to... Um, a uh, quick shout out to uh, the great staff at the Joseph A. Bank in Princeton, uh, the one right on Route 1. Diamond, Gigi, and Daryl, thank you guys for the great service. Uh, my uh, wife, Jody, and my son, Michael, were in uh, over the weekend, and um, they had to go back. They forgot something. Had to go. Great, great service. So if you're looking for anything um, suit-related, uh, tux, formal wear, anything like that. The uh, the staff is fantastic. Ask for uh, uh, for Diamond, Gigi, or Daryl. All three will give you fantastic service. And uh, thank you, Diamond, for putting up with uh, the pictures back and forth so we can make a decision on those cufflinks yesterday. I do appreciate all the help. You guys are great. The Joseph A. Bank on Route 1 in Princeton. Okay, Um I told you I wanted to check in with my good friend Sean Maybe, who is councilman in Kenilon. The local VFW post 8096 in Butler had the basement flooded out with these last uh, round of rain. And we've got a give, send, go site set up for them. Sean, how are you doing this morning? Little chilly this morning, Bill. But yeah, not, right? Not too bad. All right. So tell me what happened with the last flooding. I mean, I... You know, I, I've been all over this flooding nonsense. You know, we've had these conversations with uh, Ryan Martinez, Mayor and Butler, uh, Ace Gallagher, our good friend uh, in Hanover, and uh, Mark Taylor in Florham Park. The Morris County flooding situation has got to be solved, and the DEP can solve it. But in the meantime, we had a bad flood. What happened to the VFW? Yeah, it was kind of like the, the perfect storm, Bill. Um, the sub pump uh, kicked out in the middle of the night when no one was there, and it just literally flooded the whole downstairs. Uh, the meeting room, the bar, the kitchen probably oh had God. about two and a half foot of water. So it, it took a, a, a substantial amount of damage. Um, kudos to the Butler Fire Department and Mayor Ryan Martinez um, organizing the, the fire department come and help pump everything out. Um, just a really coordinated team effort between the commander, Wayne Stein, the manager, Elaine Porter, uh, really just trying to get on top of it and get it dried up. And uh, we, we got donations of humidifiers from different people. The community's been really strong stepping up and helping out. Uh, the biggest problem we're going to face is obviously coming up with a system so this never happens again. Uh, yeah, I mean, what happened? The power, the power failed, so there was no backup uh, the, for the sump pump. No, no backup for yeah. the sump pump, and uh, it was kind of like I said, kind of like the the perfect storm. So um, we're we're working uh, with myself and a couple other people. We're going to come up with a, a system and have things in place with battery backups and different type of drainage that uh, this will never happen again. So, do you think we need to raise more than what? The, so, I'm on the Give Send Go site now. And yep. thank you, by the way, Sean, for using Give, Send, Go 
Uh, the other guys with, between the fees and all of the nonsense, uh, you know, the other guys get political. This site does not. I, I love this site. 100%. You know, and, and all this money is going to go directly to, it says Adam Courtney is the host of, of the site in Butler, and that money is going to be spent um, making sure that we can, because you got to repair all that stuff, right? I mean, how much of the oh, yeah. wood is damaged in the sheetrock? It, so much is damaged all the way into the kitchen. So insurance is only going to do so much. Insurance will not cover what needs to be done in no. order to correct this problem from ever happening again. And that's why we're asking anybody that's willing to step up uh, and help out. A um, couple shout-outs. Um, Assemblyman Chris Barranco stepped up with a with a big donation. Uh, we've got a local deli, Taste of Reality. Um, if you go in and mention uh, the VFW, they're giving fifteen percent of whatever they make off a sale to the VFW. Wait, what? What? Uh, what? What is that? What company is doing that? Uh, that's a Taste of Reality deli right in uh, Kinalon. Taste. Um, I'm putting. I'm just going to put them in the post here. Uh, Taste of Reality deli in Kinalon. Yep. Fifteen uh, percent. Proceeds are going to the VFW. That is fantastic. Uh, I will link to this, and I will make a donation this morning. Um, and and if people want to go on there and match my donation, I think that will be outstanding. I will share this on our website uh, tomorrow morning, and we'll certainly get this out. Have you tweeted this? Has this been shared on social media? Yes. Yep. We've been uh, we've been sharing it around. We got quite a few people sharing it around. So, Great. Uh, I will do that today as well. Can they open? Are they not even able to open now? Um, the upstairs is still open, uh, but right now, uh, between still trying to dry out the basement, uh, they've got humidifiers running like crazy, uh, and really just, you, you got to start, uh, throwing things away that, uh, obviously are going to be no good and just keep the mold under control. Sean, tell, tell Wayne, I'd love to do an event there, um, in the next, uh, I don't know, in the next six weeks or so. Can we do a fundraiser Absolutely. there and bring people in? Absolutely. Sure, absolutely. We would love to have you. Done. Let, let's do it. Let's organize that. I will get this posted today. Uh, it's the uh, VFW in uh, in Butler. It's 8096. That's the, uh, that's the post. 8096. Uh, this is uh, the Veterans of Farm Wars of the U.S. The uh, post 8096 in Butler. Totally flooded out. We're going to help them. We're going to get this up. I will make a donation today and ask people to uh, to match that. And uh, and then let, let's talk offline and get an event organized. That sounds great. Awesome. We appreciate it very much, all your support, Bill. You got it, Sean. You take care. Best everybody. Tell yep. Wayne I say hi. Thank you, Sean. All right, that is Sean Maybe, uh, one of the good guys. He is a councilman in Kenelon, uh, along with uh, Ryan Martinez, who is the mayor in Butler, uh, Wayne Stein, who is the commander of VFW Post 8096. If, um, if you've got, uh, if you had damage from the flooding that took place over the last uh, week, I'm happy to, uh, to help you out if I can. 1-800-283-101.5 is my number. 816 is the time. Traffic on with the next 822 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia. Here till 10 o'clock this morning with you. Talking Jersey. Taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. All right. So I just went on to Give, Send, Go. And uh, yeah, I don't use uh, the other one. I, I will. And, and, you know, people default to GoFundMe. But ever since uh, GoFundMe, uh, I don't know if it was the, the Canadian truckers and all. They, they started shutting things down that they didn't like politically, I thought, that's dangerous. So 
uh, I've been telling people that the free site, Give, Send, Go, is a fantastic way of uh, raising money for a cause. So I just went on, I uh, put in VFW8096, and I just gave 100 bucks. So if you want to match my $100 donation, please do. If, uh, if you want to give just $5, please do that. And I just tweeted that out. Uh, at you just If you follow me, at Bill Spadia. Uh, it's a simple thing, right? We've done a lot of events at this VFW. Uh, Wayne Stein is the uh, is the head of it. He's the commander of the post, and you know this is a this is a place that offers a great opportunity for veterans. And it, the fact that their entire first floor got flooded out, the kitchen, the bar, the meeting room—I mean, just total disaster. And, you know, I have to be honest. I it, it makes me angry that we're even having these conversations because. We saw the incompetence. We've not had an explanation yet from uh, that clown show, Sean LaTourette, who has no business being the DEP head, um, why he didn't open the Pompton Lakes uh, floodgate. We don't know. Just said no. Army Corps of Engineers um, said, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be, it was going to be up to him, but they just didn't do it. I, I don't know why. I don't know why. I also don't know why this DEP under Sean LaTourette and Governor Murphy and his wife, Tammy, uh, why they will not allow the dredging of the Passaic River, the Whippany River, why, they, why we have parts of these rivers running through North Jersey, that Bergen County, Passaic County, Morris County, where, where it's as low now, the, the, uh, the, the, the riverbed, is only about 18 inches deep in some spots. What do you think is going to happen when it rains? We shouldn't be dealing with this kind of massive flooding in North Jersey, but we are. The Raritan River, same thing. We need major flood mitigation in New Jersey. If you were impacted by this last flood, I'd like to hear from you, 1-800-283-101.5. I am happy to, um, to post any charity that's raising money for people that have been ravaged by these recent storms and help you out. And in the meantime, I just put my money where my mouth is and uh, gave a hundred bucks to uh, VFW post 8096 in Butler. And that's on give, send, go.com. You just search for VFW 8096. If you can match my donation. Great. If, um, if you can't, you can just give five bucks. That's great too. Every little bit helps. And uh, you'll notice that the right one, is uh, organized by a guy named Adam Courtney in Butler. So he had the account and he set it up. But I can tell you, I know all the guys involved. I you Trust me that this money is going to go directly toward ma- making sure this doesn't happen again and uh, certainly will help with the cleanup and uh, the restoration of this uh, VFW post. All right, my number, 1-800-283-101.5. Uh, if you've got something you want to plug that you were uh, damaged by the last storms, or if you are a business, open today on Dr. Martin Luther King uh, Jr. Day. Let me know. Love to give you a plug. 1-800-283-101.5-826. Eric Scott with your news next. 838 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia. Hey, I wanted to ask you, Eric. So Sean LaTourette, the head of the uh, DEP, um, did not open the, what was it, the Pompton Lakes um, floodgate, made yep. that decision. Yep. Has there been any feedback? Because, I mean, the whole area flooded. You know, I just had uh, uh, Sean maybe on Kennelon, councilman, 
they had uh, the flood in Butler, the VFW flooded out. And, you know, I know so many businesses and stores. And I got a note from uh, Ace Gallagher, my friend who's the mayor in Hanover. He's in Tennessee. And he's like, I'm going to send you video of what it looks like for rivers to actually flow unobstructed. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I have the same problem in Tennessee that we're having here. Well, there were a lot of mayors in North Jersey that were upset the DEP would not open uh, the floodgate ahead of the rainstorm last Tuesday. Uh, the response from La Tourette in a letter to all of the mayors was basically, it's not going to do any good. We're not going to do it because it's not going to do any good. Um, he wrote in the letter, volume reduction in New Jersey's lakes in itself is not considered an effective preventative measure in reducing downstream flood risk. Um, and that doing so would provide no downstream benefits. Some of the mayors are arguing that that's not really true, um, that in the past that has happened. It has helped mitigate some of the flooding, uh, but the state showed no interest in, in doing that. Um, I know that in some areas where you have private dams and, and things like that that are in place, um, that that is something that they do routinely do, is they will open that they dam open it and up open it and, let it flow. and let it flow. Well, sure, because they don't want it backing up on their property. Exactly. They, they, you know, that, uh, you know, and that's the thing. I But the other thing that no one has addressed, what is, I, I don't know anything about Sean LaTourette. He was a Murphy appointee. Um, what's his extensive background? Does he have one? I, because there have been complaints about him going back years. And part of it is the, the dredging of these rivers that this DEP is not allowed. And it's, it's got a lot of people scratching their heads. You know why? Some of these areas we toured, um, 18 inches, that's how deep the riverbed is, where well, it was five feet. Yeah, I, I mean, the, the, <laughs> there, is a, there is a legit concern about um, the need for some dredging. Um, especially when, you know, you continue to have these types of floods and it's, it's silt, um, and sand and dirt, um, that and is debris. You should see the trash. And debris. Yes, there is Eric, a, a, like a lot of walkers debris. and, you know, playground equipment. I mean, like it's stuff you're like, how does this stuff end up in our rivers? Yeah. I, well, some of it is from flooding, right? So you'll pick some of that up and, and then, it'll, you know, right. then it'll get into the, into the river system. Um, some of it is garbage that people throw in there um and a lot of it is stuff that just continues to to flow down um you know to answer your question about la tourette i mean he he's he's a lawyer um and he was a, a lawyer that was involved in a lot of environmental issues um and you know that's where his that's what his background is and yeah. was named commissioner as as part of the cabinet for governor murphy um he was in the first cabinet, right? So he just stayed on. Yeah, he was. Right? Wasn't um, he right away? He, let's see, 2021 is when he was confirmed. I think, in, it, so yeah, I think he was, so January of 2021 would have been when when he began uh, with the administration. Right? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think that's right. Um. And, you know, he was, he, he did some stuff at DEP um, and, you know, was a private practice lawyer. And I don't know what his specific connection is to Governor Murphy, um, but he's been one of the original and one of the, one of the original cabinet members 
um, who came on board and, you know, will probably be with... Right, he was the DEP chief of staff in 2019, so he was okay. there from the beginning. But he wasn't the director until, or the commissioner, I should say, until 2021. Yep, 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 okay. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It's just frustrating. I, and I hear from it, and I know you hear about it as well, and you're reporting and the, and the sources that you've got there's a real frustration out there that there hasn't been a meeting of the minds with all these different groups i think a lot of people feel that the government is well the same thing look at the masking now coming back in sandy hook mm -hmm. where was the you know the health commissioner report saying let me show you how masking is going to prevent the spread of a virus no they they don't say anything they say numbers are up put the masks back on like yeah. we're a bunch of robots um, have they provided anything, any explanation, other than the Monmouth County numbers are high, therefore we're going to put the masks well, back that, on? Well, that is the de facto policy. Um, <laughs> that, you know, that it, once once you reach the threshold of high, then the mask mandate kicks in. Now, if it drops back down to medium, right now you have, uh, if you want to look at transmission risk and hospitalizations, you had about 1,500 new hospitalizations um, in the week that ended uh, last week. Yeah. And you have all of the counties in medium transmission risk and hospitalizations except all of the shore counties, Monmouth, Ocean, Atlantic, and Cape right. May counties. They're all in the yeah. in the high territory. And meanwhile, everyone's sick. You walk around the halls mm -hmm. here. I don't know anybody no. not carrying around tissues, yeah. yep. coughing. Yep. It's just, it's amazing. It's like we... This is one of the reasons, guys, that New Jersey has such a mass exodus of income and brain power. Because thinking people look around and say, wait a minute, we now know factually that masks do not prevent the spread of viruses. Why do we have a policy tied to hospitalizations and transmission that result in masks coming back. How is it possible? How do we move forward? We've got an environmental protection uh, commissioner whose whole expertise is being a quote, I'm reading from his bio, a consensus builder achieving balance among competing priorities. His diverse background is protecting vulnerable communities. What the hell does that mean, Sean? You know who's vulnerable right now? Northern New Jersey towns every time it rains. Yet we've got a, at least the masks are going back on. God, guys, we live in such stupidity. And it seems that vulnerable is only defined based on skin color. Not based on whether your basement's going to flood out every time it rains. Not based on the fact that we need to do a better job of getting people healthier in the Garden State with exercise and local foods. No. Nope. Transmission's up. Throw the masks on. And don't open the floodgates because it won't do any good. Well, why do we even have policymakers if this is the kind of thing that it results in? Well, I'll tell you guys, we need regime change in Trenton badly. 1-800-283-101.5 is my number. Are you as annoyed and frustrated as I am? What's your number one beef with the Garden State right now? 845, fast traffic instant weather next. Hello. Eight fifty two on New Jersey one oh one point five. Good morning. I am Bill Spadio with you know ten o'clock this morning, talking Jersey, taking your calls, one eight hundred two eight three one oh one point five. So what's getting you going this morning about New Jersey policies? I'm 
all up in arms about this flood mitigation. I'm not happy about the what we know is coming with our sanctuary state status. All these new homes you see going up in Somerset County, Mercer County, you can bet they'll be housed with illegals at some point. It's happening all over the country. It's coming here. Let's go to Giuseppe in Philly. What's going on, Giuseppe? How are you? Hey, Bill. Long time since I last called in. Last time I called in was uh, right before Dennis and Judy about to go to Atlantic City on the boardwalk. Uh, so I wanted to mention, you guys there in New Jersey have one of the best medical marijuana programs. Your stuff is really good. I'm a patient in Pennsylvania. One thing that I can tell you, mm-hmm. I have tried uh, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Maryland. Yeah, uh, better here, and yours yours is way better. It's got to be the soil, right? What's it's got to be the soil. It's like the tomatoes. That's why the tomatoes are so good. I I think honestly it is the soil what they use there. But what drives me crazy is tell me your tax, and also the city can get a tax on it as well. Mm-hmm. I get my stuff up in Phillipsburg, but your, your tax is just outright crazy. Like it is the top tax out of the three states. Yeah, it's like, all it's almost seven percent. It's six point six two five. Um I can't believe it. Compare it to Now that's like, for recreational pot though. No, even the medical stuff is higher than Pennsylvania. Well the cost of the cost is higher. It's it's yes, it the you know, it was one of the arguments that we made against legalization, saying that if you decriminalize it and you don't tax it, you will you will drive the price down and and what will happen is legal pot will take the place of illegal pot, right? But yeah. what ended up happening, Giuseppe, is is illegal pot is still way cheaper. So the dealers are still making money. But you well, can't make it here's up. The, here's the end run of it, too. We need to monitor and audit of how they're using these tax funds from the cannabis industry um because i'm telling you we need we need to make sure that they're being transparent on that of how they are using these funds and where are they using them i love it i think we need to put together a uh, a panel of experts giuseppe would you would you join that Uh, i would totally join that nonstop. i'm trying to run for a local school board here and i'm telling you it's hard it's hard in pa but uh yeah Pot, oh yeah, all the way, man. Well, look, I'll, I'll take it as uh, a pro, in the pro column, the pot is really good, and I'm going to credit the soil. I think it's the same reason why our tomatoes and peaches are so good, the corn is so good, but then the taxes are too high. So you've really captured the essence of New Jersey, Giuseppe. Great you, stuff Bill. coming Thanks. out of this state that's overtaxed. It's a cla- right, right? It's everything. All right, man, I got to jump. Right. Good to hear from you. Thanks, Giuseppe. Hear from you, Bell. Take right, care. You take care, or, or hear from you. You heard from me. Either way, it's all good. Giuseppe's having a good morning. Eight fifty-six. Eric Scott with the news next. Nine oh nine on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Good morning. I am Bill Spadio with you till ten o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey. Taking your calls. One 
All right, Eric. So four thirty, the Bills are playing. Yep, playing the Steelers. Yep, in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I sent you that meme. It wasn't even a meme. No, it was, it was a real. video. It was a real video. <laughs> yes, They're like Buffalo Bill organization. The Buffalo yep. Bills organization announces yesterday for the safety of our fans, we're going to postpone this game. And then the next video you see are the fans volunteering <laughs> to clean the stadium out, and there's a dude shirtless yeah. <laughs> doing yeah. the slide from the the uh, the snow slide onto the field. What a bunch of nuts! Yeah, actually, Lenny Dykstra just tweeted out. He said, "The case is now settled. The Eagles do not have the craziest fans in the NFL." <laughs> I, I tend to agree. I think Buffalo. I had no idea you were all full on crazy up there. Oh yeah, it's, they're nuts. Yeah, I, I mean, I have been. Have you ever, have you ever drank shots out of a bowling ball? No, I have. I've never drank shots out of a bowling ball. Yeah, that feels like so dangerous to your teeth. Yeah, right. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. It's a, it's yeah. And and I and, and my son has too on his twenty first birthday. You you drink shots out of a bowling ball? Yeah, you have um, really. You go, to, you go to Pinto Ron's tailgate, and he has a bowling ball there, and he fills the thumb hole with this. God awful, oh god, like, raspberry it's like his own moonshine or something. Yeah, or? yeah, I don't even know why. And it's and you keeps you warm. You grab the bowling ball, you tip it up, <laughs> you do the shot out of the bowling ball, you drop the bowling ball on a piece of carpet, and you blow a vuvuzela, the big horn, like they have it's at soccer called the games. Vuvuzela. Yeah, what is yeah. it like a French horn? Yeah, but or it's a those kazoo. plastic, like those pl- big plastic <laughs> horns, right? You've seen them like at soccer games <laughs> yeah, and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, which is harder than it sounds because you, it, the the alcohol is so awful that you can't get your lips to form around the end of the horn. <laughs> what kind of food at the tailgates? Decent? Uh, outstanding. Like you're not having yeah. beef on weck. Uh, sometimes, in the parking lot. yeah, really? you might. You might. I mean, a lot of uh, some people will bring their own deep fryers and, and deep fry their own chicken wings, but a lot of steak, a lot of chops. Um, a lot of dips, um, certainly, you know, hot dogs, kielbasa, yeah. you know, all of the, all of that kind of hail and hearty stuff. And there'll be a lot of chili there today. Undoubtedly people will bring chili. In, God, in the Eagles stuff. tailgates, when I was a season ticket holder, I mean, it was like, they just put the flap down on the back of the pickup truck and drink the a 30 pack of the cheapest beer there before get, get the buzz before you go into the stadium and you have to pay 10 bucks for a beer. Yeah. Now it's what sixteen, I think. I, it's probably even more than that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> so I remember you know, back when back when it was, um, they, well, they weren't as strict about what you could bring into the stadium. Now you can't bring anything into the stadium. Right. But, um, cold weather days like this, I don't. Know, people remember the old snowmobile suits. They were the one piece yeah. snowmobile suit, and then the moon boots. Yeah. Um, and my father and my uncle could get a twelve pack in my in my moon suit <laughs> to, to go into the. They go into the stadium. <laughs> and they weren't frisky you then no. as a kid. That's fantastic. No. Yeah. What was a beer of choice? Do you remember? Uh, well, it was, <clears throat> that was Genesee up there. Genesee yeah, beer. Jenny. Oh, my God. They still make that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've actually seen it down here. Some people down here really? will buy it as a craft beer. Or they'll oh. think that it's a... And oh, it was, God. Yeah. Really? And it was it was Jenny, Jenny Light, um, and Jenny Cream Ale. And, Genesee Brewing. Yeah. Look yeah. at that. In yeah. Rochester. Yep. Since 1878. Mm-hmm. Wow, no kidding. Yeah, I, I think every <clears throat> kid coming of age in Buffalo has a story about Genesee beer. They, have, they now have Jenny Beer, Jenny Light, Jenny Black, Jenny N.A., Jenny Ice, 
Oh, my God. They, well, that's it. They now do um, all these weird different kinds okay. of beers. In the they, old days, they... it was just Genesee and Genesee Light, right? And, and Jenny Cream Ale. <clears throat> I yeah, don't... Cream Ale, they, there it is. Yeah, it's... So the Jenny is red. The cream ale is green. Green, yeah. I'm looking and at the, it. And the Jenny Light is it yellow? Oh wait, let's see. Jenny Light. Oh my God, what a. F uh, well, now it's blue. Okay, so maybe it's red, blue, red, blue, and green. Red, blue, and green. Okay, yeah. Well, that yeah. is funny. because at my parents' restaurant, that was that was what was on tap. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah, and it was. It, I mean, but it is. It is awful. It's awful. It. It. it I mean, it, it makes. PBR tastes like a premium beer. <laughs> oh, God. there yeah. you go. It's like Black Label. Remember Black yeah. Label? Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was our go-to. You could buy a case in Boston. We could get a case of Black Label for like six bucks. Oh. Yeah. Back in the, so this would have been 1989, 90. Yeah. Right? I graduated in 91. So, Yeah. It's like six ninety nine, five ninety nine, depending on the sale. Imagine twenty four beers for six bucks today. Yeah, I mean, and my, it tasted like it, and it, of course it did. Yeah, yeah. I, it's. But my what the was the whole, other one I like Schaefer. Oh, Schaefer. brewed with corn. Yeah, Schaefer beer. Yeah. Remember that Schaefer beer? Um, <sighs> what was the red, white, and blue? Was that up here? Red, white, and blue. I don't beer? think so. Um, I don't know. That was that was another really awful beer. <laughs> there um, are some bad ones out and there. Then, and in the summertime, my dad uh, and all his buddies they drank Rolling Rocks. Now I like Rolling. I Rock. like Rolling. Rock. I actually yeah. like it. That yep. they used to do the Bucket of Rocks at, yes. uh, uh, and there was a place in D.C. We, uh, Old Glory was a um, barbecue place that we would go to, and they, the the small ones. Yes, you the get this right. Yep, yeah, that's, I love that. My dad had a refrigerator in the garage that was just stuffed with the with the little splits because <laughs> if he and his buddies were out playing horseshoes or you know in the yard or stuff, he liked it because I he it it would not go warm on a summer day by the time you were done drinking it, it would stay cold exactly, and it was in glass. Right, yeah, I love it. Yeah, all right. And, so that that's a question. Then we talk about the your go to craft beer. What's your go to crap beer? 1-800-283-101.5-916. Fast traffic, instant weather next. Bro. 922 on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia. So I'll be with you at 10 o'clock this morning. Question for you is, what are you doing tonight? You heading out? I've got a few events tonight. I'll be speaking at Leonardo's at 6 o'clock tonight. Uh, to honor Dr. Martin Luther King, uh, it will be a great event sponsored by the um, uh, the Mercer County Republicans and uh, Lisa Richford, my friend who's the chair, does a great job. Be a good event. Um, but then by the time I get home, after three stops, I'm going to check into the Iowa caucuses. I think a lot of people are going to watch football. That's my guess is that'll be the go-to. Or are you going to be, is it football, is it politics, or will you be glued to the mad updates on the weather as the snow should be starting sometime tonight uh, after dark. Um, what about you? And then, you know, I was talking about the Buffalo fans and how crazy they are. I mean, literally, they're shoveling out the stadium and some of these guys are shirtless doing like body slides down this in the stands. I mean, just absolutely nuts. But um, I think it's the Genesee beer that's keeping some of them warm. Let's go to Tom in Chesterfield. What's going on, Tom? How are you? 
How dare you guys make fun of Jetty Cream Ale? That was a main staple when I was in high school. You went in the lunch line, you had milk, orange juice, and Jenny Cream Ale. You had your choice. I love it. I love it. So, Tom, you grew up in, uh, where'd, you, where'd you grow up? Up near Monticello. Yeah. Monticello, it's a, it's a, it's a great part of the country, right? Uh, yeah, it used to be. I don't know about it anymore. I haven't lived there, and I've been here in Jersey going on 39 years, but... Uh, what yeah, what brought you to Jersey? What brought you here? Uh, work working in the racehorse business. No kidding, no kidding. Yeah. So, do you uh, are you still a Buffalo Bills fan? Nah, never never was. We were we were brought up in New York Giants fans. No kidding. You know, it's funny. A lot of uh, a lot of my New England uh, relatives are also Giants fans because that was the Giants were the big team, right? Yeah. I mean that that was. Uh, yeah, I, um, my junior year of high school for our, one of our football banquets and stuff, we had Beasley Reese as our speaker there. No kidding. And uh, it was in January, and we had a really bad snowstorm that night. He ended up staying overnight at our house because the roads were so bad. He couldn't no get back down to the city. Yeah, <laughs> That's very yeah, cool. Pictures of, him, pictures of him standing with him in our living room at my that, mom's house. That is very cool. All right, Tom. Well, look, we're happy to have you in Jersey. Are you digging in with me? You sticking this out? Nah, I've been trying to get out of here for a few years. <laughs> Come I just, on, my wife. She's a Jersey girl, and I can't up. I can't get her roots pulled out yet. Good. I'm ready to retire and get the heck out of here. Where would you go? Uh, heading south. My sister lives. She's been in North Carolina for 20 years. Ah, it's a totally different culture. I mean, it's a southern state, North Carolina, is, right? Oh, I kind of want to go down and kind of pasta and bagels you get in there. Spend my time. It's getting better now. She's got a real good bagel shop. A guy from uh, Brooklyn uh, moved down and opened up the bagel shop about a mile from her, and she says they're pretty. They're pretty close to here. She said. Well, unless he's bringing the water down, I don't know how you're going to duplicate it. Well, look, Tom. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm fighting like hell to make sure that you, you, uh, you don't leave. And your wife is right. Where's she from? What part of the state? Columbus. Okay. So, so she's yeah. Central Jersey, and you guys have been here ever since. Oh yeah, yeah. She's, uh, she's, uh, we, she, we live and work within a quarter mile of where she grew up. So. I love that. You know, that's that's pretty cool. Well, Tom, we're gonna we're gonna fight to keep you guys. Have a great rest of your day. Appreciate you, Tom. All right. Take care. And uh, my apologies on the knock to uh, Jenny Cream Ale, Genesee beer. What a throwback that is. So, what's your go-to uh, crap beer? Not craft. You know what I'm talking about. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five is the number. Nine twenty six at the time. Eric Scott with the news next. Nine thirty-eight on New Jersey one hundred one point five. I am Bill Spadio with you at ten o'clock this morning. Talk to Jersey. Taking your calls one 1015 Hey, uh, you remember uh, Billy called from uh, Jersey Motorsports in um, Flemington? He's on his way to Tennessee for uh, for some training, but he sent us a note on the chat, and um, his father-in-law's company is a flood and fire restoration company. Uh, it's called RadioResponseNJ.com. I'm sorry, Radio Response. Listen to me. Rapid Response. Right, Eric? All of a sudden, I'm, I'm, I'm reading the words. Just look. They they come together. Radio Response. By, yeah. Well, by this time of the day, right? Right. I know. So it's RapidResponseNJ.com. Uh, I want to thank RapidResponseNJ.com for uh, offering to uh, help the VFW, uh, VFW 8096 in Butler 
Uh, I've got the Give, Send, Go link to my Twitter at Bill Spadia. If you can uh, help out, that would be great. So, yeah, flooding still a huge issue in the state. You know, Eric, it wasn't when I grew up here. I mean, it was just, no. it was not a thing. This is, you know, like so many problems in New Jersey, so much are self-inflicted. It's like they battle, 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 battle over the environment while the environment around us is crumbling. Well, I mean, there is just so much hard space now. You know, there. Oh, that's another thing. Of course. A lot of, a lot of the development um, has negative impacts. You know, the, the whole reason a lot of these places have retention basins is so that the water has some place to go yeah you know while it's waiting to be drained in the past it would just be absorbed by the ground it would make right. its way to a stream or to a river and then you know the circle of life would continue um but if you think about the amount of places when you were a kid or even when i first moved to new jersey um you know nearly 40 years ago yeah um there was still in the central part of the state um a lot of farmland, a lot of open space. Yeah. Now, you know, if there's a piece of land, it, it gets built on. Yeah, it, it's interesting. It's it's a lot of this is the high density nature of how we do our housing. And, you know, I've said this. I mean, we had cities before. Mm -hmm. We still didn't have this kind of flooding. I remember when I was a kid in the 70s, there was a flood. Uh, and, and this used to happen. You know, I grew up going to Sea Isle City, South Jersey Shore, um, you, you talk about, um, you know, the Cape May County. So yep. you're, you're way south, closer to Wildwood than to Atlantic City. And um, I remember having a raft, my, my brothers and I, in a raft on Landis Avenue. In uh, right in the middle of the town, so <laughs> three feet of water, like and that was and for us as kids, yeah. it was fantastic. Yeah, it was cool, like, right? We loved it. But you know, even in those days, a lot of the homes were built up, so we did not sustain any damage. Everybody, right. nobody had a basement. You had a crawl space. Your homes were all a good three or four feet up. Um, you know, and but what I, you're always going to get a storm, and you're not going to be able to do anything about land that is either below sea level or I. I so you'll always have those problems, right? I. Worry about the problems we've created with, yes, the high-density um, hardscape. And then you've got these rivers, which we have not dredged in dredged many in cases in yeah. decades. Yeah. And, and, and that really, you know, is you can't really do anything about where you've built properties, right? Even homes, businesses, parking lots, whatever. Uh, but what you can do is you can dredge these rivers. Now, there used to be a worry that in some of them that they didn't want to do that because they were so polluted at one point yes. that they were afraid yep. if they dredged that, they would stir up, you know, PCBs right. and all other right. pollutants that were buried in the mud and everything, the silt right. and everything at the bottom of these rivers. Um, I don't know how much of a concern that is anymore, but there are areas. Well, it, it, I'm sure it still is. I mean, I, they've even said it. They said that to remove some of the dirt and the silt, it's an environmental hazard. Yeah. Even though the percentages are based on the concentration. So the more water you add, the less of the pollutant. It's not just having the pollutant. Think about how dangerous it is with all this water running through homes and basements. And, yeah. you know, where you've got oil heat and things like that. I mean, God knows what's getting in the water as it goes back. Yeah, I, the the dredging is something um, that is a that, that would be a real solution. Uh, well, it would be a, it would help one mitigate of. some of it. You know, it would help mitigate of. some of it. Right. Um, I don't know that that would ever solve the problem, but I mean, some somebody was telling me there's there's parts of the Passaic now that are 
barely eight feet deep. Yes. And, and used to be, you know, 20, 30 20, feet 30 feet deep. Yeah. Right. And then where it was eight feet, you're not talking about measuring it in inches. Yeah. Foot and a half. Yeah. I mean, it's so clear. I remember I had this conversation um, with the guys at LaFrac Development in Jersey City. We talked about the old Jersey City uh, marina where there were 400 boat slips. Yeah. And it got wiped out in Sandy. DEP will not approve dredging to be able to bring that marina back. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Um, I think we're, like, stuck in the Jersey bureaucracy where they'll fight about it for the next two years and nothing will get done. Well, and that's why some of these towns down the shore, too, have taken it into their own hands um, trying to do flood yep. mitigation projects because they can't get the DEP to move on some right. of them. And it's resulted in, you know, costly legal battles there, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, I, I can remember going back even when Chris Christie was governor and having the conversations of, you know, they want a continuous dune from the tip of Cape May all the way up to northern Monmouth County. Yes. <clears throat> so that you're, you know, so at least you have some break wall there. Which I get. They survive on tourism, right? Yeah. They survive on those taxpayers being there. The value of the property, very, very important. Um, no, and and again, it's it's. I have always said part of the problem is you get a bunch of lawyers, lobbyists, and advocates who get entrenched in with whoever the incoming governor is. They get that job. They're not yeah. necessarily. Uh, they're not engineers. They're not you know necessarily qualified. You would think that they would hire the people who are qualified, but then I think they get blinded by politics. I think that's a lot of what frustrates people in this state. That a lot of our institutions are shrouded in politics yeah and you have a you have a, an administration in in this administration now that isn't really interested in making the trains run on time it's it's right. about a right. progressive agenda right and the cabinet officers and staff members are judged on whether or not you have uh the same zealousness about that progressive agenda as the governor and the first lady do yeah, and that's your number one qualification. Then, if you're actually qualified to be that cabinet officer, that's well, that's a bonus. But your first your your first rule is: yeah. Do you support these progressive policies? Yeah. And if you do, well, then we can talk about whether you're actually qualified to be yeah. in that position. That's why there's a lot of frustration in this state. I join you in that. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five is my number. Uh, question is: What most frustrates you about life in the Garden State these days? 946, fast traffic instant weather next. 953 on New Jersey 101.5. I am Bill Spadia. Listen, guys, got to get out of here. While you're waiting for the show to come back tomorrow, go to the website, nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. Check out some of the best places to get an awesome breakfast sandwich today. Yes, the places that are open today. All right, I will be back tomorrow, 6 a.m. Look, we got a lot of work to do in this state. We are going to get it done together Change is coming. I'll see you tomorrow at 6. Still don't know what I was waiting for And my time was running wild A million dead-end streets And every time I thought I got it made It seemed the taste was not so sweet so I turn myself to face me But I've never caught a glimpse How the others must see the faker 
I'm much too fast to take that test from Bill Spadia on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.5.